I would I would love them to embrace their their uniqueness, um, just like I was saying earlier on in this in this interview. Um, I was very scared about my quirkiness when I was young, but only to find out when I grew up that it was my strength and it was it was my um, it was the you know it was the cool part about me and it sets yeah and it sets me apart and it's like. Um, whatever you think that is weird about you or is, is, um, you're insecure about, like let that part shine even more and let it, let people have even more of that. Hey ladies. Hey ladies, and welcome back to Herspective. Oh my God, we're going into week nine of quarantine. I I just am beside myself <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I am actually this was the the hardest week I think for me so far. Um I really am having a hard time. <laughs> way to keep it light and yeah, fun. Me too. I <laughs> I'm going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Way to kick off the episode with that. But yeah, I agree. It's uh, been very challenging and trying, and homeschooling is the bane of my existence. Oh my god, at this I still point. don't know. So ready yeah, to I stop still don't that? Know how in the fuck you do it? I really don't. I don't either. I barely do. <laughs> On a happier note, let's kick off this episode. I'm so excited. We have about it. like a famous person <laughs> coming in today. Like so cool, <laughs> so talented. Um. I love her, obviously. Yes. Well, as everyone knows, we fangirl right away over all of our guests because they're all so amazing and incredible and just, we just fall in love yeah, with them. Yeah, and obviously, when you listen to our episodes, you can see why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We think you guys all fall yeah. in love with them, too. So do you want to shout out our sponsor before we get Yeah, for sure. Really Thank you it? to our amazing sponsor, Intamo Pleasurables, for supporting Herspective. Intamo Pleasurables is a Canadian sexual self-care company. They use 100% plant-based ingredients in all their products. Ingredients like organic hemp seed oil, hyaluronic acid, vitamin E, and aloe for increased pleasure and decreased pain during sex. You'll find those ingredients in their personal lubricant, Wild Thing, and massage oil, start me up, and more. They are a company that cares and gives back a portion from every sale to facilitate free sex and pleasure education in our communities. Head to intamopleasurables.com for their full line of products and use coupon code PERSPECTIVE20 at checkout. Killed it. <laughs> We're so proud when we can read. <laughs> SMRT. SMRT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had uh, some interesting, like, well, I guess they're not interesting, but like borderline scares this week with video calls because it's so like routine now in my day to day since I work all day and everybody wants to be on video calls because they feel like it's more personal and you're getting some kind of human connection there over than yeah. over just um, a phone call. But it's really like 
stressing me out because I forget when I put the camera on sometimes because if I'm showing something on my screen or I'm multitasking usually, so I'm looking at other things on my computer so I don't see myself anymore because I'm like in an Excel document or I'm in my email or whatever. And I forget like because I'll like start something and I'll be in my pajamas or just a bra. Like you are right now. Exactly. (laughs) Or in a towel because I'll like get on a call like right after a meeting because I like to live on the edge and push everything to the last minute. So I like rush out of the shower, start the call, I'm in my towel, then I don't remember if I've hit camera or not. And then I'm like, oh my God, am I sitting here in a towel and no one's saying anything because they're just like... We don't even know what to say about that. And then sometimes I'm naked. Like I'm just talk about talk about an office treat. Eh? <laughs> I don't know. I would love to be on a Zoom call and then see one of my colleagues naked, just sitting there like oh, a select few. Good thing you're hot. I, I wouldn't want yeah. to see anybody, and I don't want anyone to see me. But I just think like <laughs> imagine like you're just sitting there, and the the person is being professional and like talking as if everything's normal. Meanwhile, they're fucking tits are resting on the computer pad or some shit like that which yeah. which would be me <laughs> like sopping yeah, wet hair I and I'm just that. like yeah so about that report um <laughs> no yeah, no one says anything talk. they're like uh so about you being naked if you could get dressed before the meetings that would be I appreciated think, I think that would ha- probably unfortunately have to fall on your boss's shoulders to be like I'm more in um do you mind dressing (laughs) in a very like discreet way while meanwhile everyone's watching and then they have to watch you scramble away Uh, wouldn't you just like (laughs) slide down out of camera I would just end the meeting (laughs) hang up but or or I'm that meme the meme with the two uh, cat faces when everyone's looking for the exit button off a zoom meeting and the faces are just like You're smiling. What one? Well, it's like two cats and they're the last, it's as if they're the last two people on a Zoom call and everyone's trying to find the exit or leave meeting button and you're just like awkwardly smiling like, (laughs) but. It is really awkward and then you just hope that people think that you froze while meanwhile you're like trying to end it. Exactly. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's like news anchors when they're like, okay, Sharon, on to like the next and then they have to stand there smiling weirdly. Yeah. But it's uh, also yeah, no, it does offer like a whole new slew of weird problems. Like you know, when you're in the office, you have those like awkward problems that like you have to accommodate, and then when you're now working from home, you have these awkward problems like whether or not you're dressed. So well, there's the video <laughs> something, or there's also um, if I have my mic muted or not, right? So sometimes I forget. And I have to, like, quickly look and see because yeah. I've been screaming at my kids for the last three minutes. Like, shut up, get out of the office. I'm yeah. fucking on a call. <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah. sorry, did did you all hear that? Sorry about that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so somehow, Honestly, miraculously, neither of the two things has happened, though. But it is, like, a legitimate fear of mine. I'm like, am I going to be naked and screaming one day? <laughs> That would be the best. They just see you like tits shaking, yelling at your kids. It's fucking titties <laughs> flying everywhere. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And then you sit down like, good morning, everyone. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. Honestly, that would make, um, if yeah, that would make my day. You remember when we first got cell phones and everyone was so paranoid that you didn't end the call? after you like talk shit about somebody, yeah. like you end the call and then you talk. That's what it is now. This is the like modern day version. 
But you know what? My mom told me that she has a little thing that slides over a camera so you could slide open and closed. So maybe you should invest in something like that. So if you just want to, like, make sure your camera's closed. You know what I mean? But when I need it on and then I forget that it's on because I'm, like, showing something on my screen and then, like, I'm sitting there and probably, like, picking my nose. I'm just like, "Mm, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) While someone else is talking elbow deep or some shit. But, yeah, Yeah. I I know. I I should get – I did have a little piece of tape, but um, I don't anymore. So – You'll be the first to know, and so will our listeners, if that horrific experience does happen, because I'll probably have gone viral if that does happen. Crazy mom tit-shaking work call. (laughs) I think you owe it to me for our friendship to call me when it's happening, just so I know right away, because I don't want to miss it. Like, I need to know. (laughs) Yeah, but you're right. Like, the things, the problems that you had when you're in the office versus the work-from-home problems are very different but also it is like so beautiful that we are working from home for these reasons because I can just like walk away when I'm in the middle of a meeting that I have nothing to do with and I have no idea what they're talking about and it's just someone rambling on I just I'm not on camera I mute my mic and off I go grab a snack or start doing some squats or just something yes. else while it's while far more call. comfortable but imagine just doing that in the office like you just get up start squatting yeah. it out or <laughs> start like opening up your lunch just sitting there everyone's trying to give like a important meeting or briefing and you're just doing all the other things that you shouldn't be doing well you know me and you know how antsy I get on our calls how do you think I was at work for eight hours I was like so embarrassing always like <laughs> moving like they would always yell at me if we're on a group call and be like oh my god mute yourself I can hear you eating I can hear you like doing all this stuff I yeah so I am that annoying person but I can't if I'm on the call like I need I don't know it's so weird I, I, I get it's like I can sit there and lie there and watch eight seasons of tv in one day but the second I need to be like aware I get so antsy and I can't stop moving, so that's a that's a vital flaw. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I love how we always come to these realizations on our show. Like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm mental. <laughs> um, but no, you know what else I was thinking is being at home. Everyone can avoid the awkward office pooping. Yeah, that's one benefit. Yes. Like, no matter if you could get it down pat or not, it's still far more enjoyable to not have to. Well, that's one of the things I do when I'm listening to someone rambling on a meeting that I don't have to worry about. Off I go and have a nice poop. <laughs> Office poop time. In my own <laughs> Another pointless home. meeting. <laughs> yeah, that's so nice. I love that. Well, the thing so... I've been doing lately is when people go on their cameras, like for the video calls, I try not to because I'm truly never really ready. Like, I... I get up and don't get dressed and don't do anything and get online. So the odd time that I've actually gotten myself ready for the day and have video meetings is rare. But I love investigating people's homes. I want to see oh how much God. I can see for sure. like in their background. Yeah. So I'm it like, tells you everything. I know. I'm like, oh, you're in the kitchen. Does that mean you don't have an office? Do you live in a condo? Like, are you rich? Do you make more money than me? Like, you have nice stuff. Where? <laughs> do you live with your parents? <laughs> I like that stuff. <laughs> I always okay. So I did a voice call, like a job interview, and with somebody. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say it, but I, she <laughs> called from like a closet, and I just thought it was so unprofessional. <laughs> 
Like, there are stacks of shoes <laughs> behind. Like, um, excuse me. I'm so distracted. I can't even think about what I'm saying. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, throw a curtain or something up. Like, it's just so weird. Or I don't just know. don't be like, in your closet also. Yeah, like, honestly, I am right now calling you from my bed. Like, you can be anywhere. You can set up. I just, I don't know. I know Maybe that's judgy. Maybe but that's just so where shocked. she hides from her kids. She's like, I'm just still, yeah, I'm just still in the right. closet because I haven't left and yeah. had to get on this like, uh, interview here. So I don't plan on leaving <laughs> after it either. But yeah, I'm always yeah, looking at like, happy place. I want to see if their partners or spouses or boyfriend or girlfriend show up uh, or if they have one. Like, I'm so intrigued. Like, I was on a call Ooh. with um, a group the other day and I knew one of the guys had a girlfriend but I've never seen her obviously and she was like he's set up in his kitchen so she was like walking back and forth I was like oh is she pretty like I'm so nosy is she? yeah she's cute um tell me after whose it was yeah I will. but yeah I'm so nosy um, it's terrible like I'm like what is wrong with me but this is this is the highlight of my life in nine weeks of quarantine yeah, no it's the little things now at this point uh, I saw this meme and it showed a girl working and then her naked boyfriend walked behind that, like I guess you didn't dream. realize she was on a video call I know imagine that gold if I saw that I'd be like yes like, <laughs> that's like winning I love craziness the yes social media or viral lottery if that was to happen that's winning quarantine right that's there winning. like that is yeah <laughs> so I love it Corn win <laughs> yeah that's a corn <laughs> win for sure I love how all the Corn terms we've coined. Yeah. We've corned. <laughs> Good one. No, that was bad. No. <laughs> that was really embarrassing. Don't judge us on that. Anyways, it's, we've been in quarantine for nine weeks. Quarantine. Cut us some slack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there has been some positives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, we've been, we're pretty lucky as we keep mentioning week after week after week um, about our situations and, um, I've been super happy. Uh, my main thing is that how much money I've put towards my credit card because I'm no longer indulging in $16 glasses of wine every day after work. So that's a fucking awesome positive. You definitely I deserve <laughs> a little party for that. Oh my God. I know the as struggle is, is real done, for you. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as this is done though, we're throwing, I already told our friend, um, you know, I'm sure you know who we always have parties at her house. I want to throw the biggest party of life at her house, and this is done. Like, I don't we're even a party at my house. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I think I'm trying not to do so. I don't want to arrange too many parties at your house, because as soon as you get your pool, I want to arrange a shit ton, so. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, let me check with my uh, event planner. Uh, the schedule might not be if free. If I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my if my house, house is, is free. free. <laughs> But no, saving money is true. I, I think a lot of people are experiencing that, which is good because obviously these times are kind of crazy and money is going to be something that we all need. Um, but one thing that I am really happy about is like my nails have fully healed because obviously I got, yeah. uh, well, not fake nails, but I've got um, shellac Acrylics. and stuff and not acrylics. Yeah. But the dip. Or gel or whatever. Yeah, yeah so yeah, a- any of the above are damaging, and I haven't been able to do that. Yeah. So they have, like, fully grown out and fully healed. So, like, I know it seems ridiculous to some people, but it's, like, a major win for me because I've my nails have been so disgusting and damaged for years that it's, like, wow. Yeah. They're real and healthy. <laughs> it's so true. And 
now are you going to get shellac right away? Oh, yeah. Or are you going to yeah, enjoy yeah. the... No, no. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that. The minute that those doors open to the nail salons, I will Run. be in there. <laughs> Dip these babies. Well, I... You know what I did? Um, I was just thinking how I can't... What I want most is a haircut. Um, but... I cut my boyfriend's hair yesterday, so it was, oh my god, it was my first time ever buzzing a guy's hair, and I literally, I I made him bald in one patch, like, not where we wanted to be bald. Of course you did. Somebody needs (laughs) to compile the at-home boyfriend or husband haircut videos, because I know a few people that have completely botched their man's hair, and like, thank god you don't really have to go anywhere but still, like I have to look at you. <laughs> well, that's I have to look so at my good. own so handiwork. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, this is like you're the one who has to look at me because I'm crying laughing because I'm like, oh, you can't, you can't fix it when you <laughs> bald somebody's part of their head. You can't. It's not coming back for a while. So I'm like, holy fuck, I don't know what to do. Anyways, I'm crying laughing. I can't even see because I'm like, he's like, what, what? I'm like, so anyways, it was really funny. Thank God he has a good spirit because I swear to God, if he did that to me, I would fucking kill him. So well, that's, thank, that's thank God he's like joke of the it, calm one. Because men are like, yeah, whatever, no big deal. Women would be like, I'm, I'm killing you now. Like, you've ruined my life. No, like, we're over. Yeah. <laughs> Move out. I hate you. No one like, touches done. my hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, I would never even let him try. Obviously, ew, the thought alone just gave me shudders, but <laughs> I would never even let him try to do it, but... He's the trusting one, so his bad. Yeah. Anyways, that was just too idiot. Funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, no. There's lots of like um, another good thing that I love is all the friggin' productivity that is coming out of me right now. Like, no, like we've said, you and quarantine are really good together. Like, this is your thing. What? Not being unemployed. <laughs> Not being able to go anywhere? No, but, like, being (laughs) free to do what you want to do. You're not a slave to the man anymore, as they say, because you don't have to be a slave to the 9 to 5. Like, you're just doing your thing. Obviously, employment would be good because, like, you need money eventually, but it's just you're you're living your true self. Honestly, I am, and I'm still in my sack dresses. I'm still wearing my headlamp when I... When I can't, <laughs> when I'm not in public, I'm still loving it. Still barefoot, still running around, so. Good. And now it's finally getting nice out. I know, thank God. If if we had to deal with more shit weather plus this, I think a lot more people would be losing their minds because, like, it's it's been a lot. Obviously, again, we're fortunate. Other people have it way, way worse, and my heart breaks for them, but... The weather, we just all need it. Like, we need to at least be able to sit on our front lawns or our backyards or our patios, balconies, whatever you have. Just walk around the block and get a little bit of vitamin D because everyone is just feeling crazy cabin fever now. And hopefully, based on the news, restrictions are just going to start easing more and more week by week. So all we can do is cross our fingers there. But one thing that I cannot hear any fucking more is if I hear... (laughs) In these unprecedented times, one more time, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. blow my goddamn brains out. Like, yes, it's. I just. Yes, you're absolutely enough. right. It's, we get it's it. The preface to every sentence yeah. ever uttered in quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just okay. It's still. It's been nine weeks. It's been unprecedented. Like we know. We know. 
We know. Yeah. Yeah. So shut We're the fuck up. We're still aware that this is unprecedented. The first eight weeks of this was enough but yes we're still aware no it's true i'm getting sick of uh getting sick of hearing that i'm getting sick of watching tv i'm getting sick of um any type of screen to be honest it's getting hard but yeah it's screen fatigue is a thing and we chatted about that last time too but it is the window into i guess socialization right now so we we will continue to bear with that and do what we can and keep all of our sanity in some way. Yeah. Well, we've been listening to a lot more music. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Because I mean, music is great, but I have spent a lot of my time listening to music, commuting or at work or in my car. And I'm not doing any of those things anymore. So I music was taking a backseat. And then finally we just started to <laughs> listen to it again, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah yeah amazing I've tried thing. to swap uh screen time for music time as much as it possible now because it is like it's like I don't need to be sitting in front of the screen anymore I really like it's not doing anything for my mental health it's not doing anything for my eyes that I paid thousands of dollars for for laser surgery and I'm just ruining them <laughs> So yeah, I'm like, funny. okay. Imagine if you ruin your LASIK. Oh, God. <laughs> Quarantine ruined my LASIK. That's right. That would be a headline. That's, that will be the headline. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been shutting off the screens, plugging in the Spotify, and, yeah, just enjoying it, which is nice. Because, it, it, you know, music really does just, like, heal the soul. And I do find my mood changes. Like, I'm more relaxed. I have more patience. So that is definitely a tip that... I think if you're not listening to music, you should more because it is very therapeutic. And this is oh, yeah. this is not a hot tip, but like most people know that. But <laughs> like sometimes we news. all need the reminder, right? Like we just need to someone to like grab you by the shoulders and be like, stop. Stop doing that. Yeah. Like, or here's something you well, should do. Well, to be honest, that's how I feel this whole quarantine really was. Like we were all on, and I think we probably mentioned, I don't even know what we've said anymore in, <laughs> these days, but um, we were on that track of, like, well, personally, like, I was on that track of, like, spending money going on these downward spirals, and then quarantine really just said stop. So now we kind of need to, like, adjust again. Sorry, that was probably a little too philosophical for this No, <laughs> I think a lot of people are doing some soul searching and self-reflection. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> There is nothing else to do, so you might as well get real with yourself. Get real in touch with uh, the yeah. with your true self, um, which is a good thing because obviously we promote authenticity always, and I think music is a good way to get there. Which actually, music is a good segue into our musical mm-hmm. episode, which we are so yes. stoked for. Uh, very stoked to announce our guest today. We have on the show our first Toronto-based Canadian female pop, hip-hop, R&B artist. She is a singer, a songwriter, and an entrepreneur. She has collaborated with Kesha, opened for Tanashi and Taylor McFerrin, worked in the studio with Jay-Z's engineer, Young Guru, and she has just recently dropped her new single and music video called Strive, from her album Imperfect. So we 
we fell in love with her, as we've already said, right away. And this is going to be such a great episode. Gives everybody some insight into, like, the Canadian music scene and what it's like to be a female as well on that scene. So... Without further ado, we're so excited to welcome to the show, Taya Marquise. Welcome to the show, Taya. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We're very excited. Uh, sad that it is yet another remote uh, show due to the pandemic. Uh, we would have loved to be in studio with you right. for this, but uh, hopefully... Hopefully one day. <laughs> soon, one day soon. You know, I always say we, we are lucky still to have technology enough to be able to see each other exactly. right now. Exactly. Yes, um, I agree. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm still well, looking good. at you cuties <laughs> through, through yeah. WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yes, and you're right, Jess. Thank God for all the technology that is available to us. But um, it is such a different vibe, though, when we're all in studio, I think. Of course. There's nothing like that human connection, even though um, Jacqueline, our uh, mental health counselor, mentioned that uh, face-to-face is still just as important during this time, so I've been uh, taking that advice thoroughly. <laughs> Trying to. Yes. We're making the best out of it. So Exactly. Good, good on you, girls. Thank you. You as well. So we wanted to have you on the show to talk about... Females in the music industry and specifically in the Canadian music industry. And so to get started, we wanted to kind of understand how you came to this world and how you decided that you wanted to be an artist and wanted to be a singer. When did you even know you could sing? Because that's always something that I'm so curious about. Like, at what age do people discover they can sing and how do they know? So fill us in on that. Well, yeah, I um I started singing actually before I could speak. That's ap- apparently my my parents told me that, and I was singing full nursery songs um, before I could really really just formulate a sentence. And so that was around three years old. And obviously, I didn't know that I'm gonna be this thing called singer or recording artist um, at three years old. But I just it, I can remember the feeling that it gave me when I was singing at that age. Um, I remember there it, that like because music is is um, is of the soul and like we all feel it when we listen to certain songs that really, really move us. So um, there has to be like we all have to agree that there's something alive and um energetic about music like there is an energy so I know I felt this thing in my bones in my blood in my in my in my soul at three years old like I would get the thrill yeah I I remember it too because um I don't remember what I did yesterday but I do (laughs) I have a I have a long-term memory I have a really bad short-term memory um but uh I do remember this feeling and I knew it was really special and um my parents' guests would come over, um, and I would, and I would genuinely be entertaining them. Like they would be, I could, I remember my uncle Ernest, he would be like, sing, stand up on the table and, uh, and, and sing the Bollywood music. Cause back when I, I was born in Dubai. Um, and so back then there were, uh, I mean, where I lived, there were, 
there were there was a lot of Bollywood influence in Dubai. Um, so I was growing up with uh, Bollywood songs and English songs and everything. But yeah, I really, really just felt this thing inside me whenever I entertained my guests. Um, and uh, and I just knew it was like something. And obviously I started figuring it out as I grew grew older. But yeah, three years old was the first time I really just knew something was there. <laughs> it was just part of you. Like it was just something that was who you were and and did you feel like better when you were singing was it something that you're like oh I wake up and I need to sing and I just like feel so alive even at that young age um well it seemed because like my parents said I I spoke I didn't I sang before I spoke so I can only imagine that it was just easier for me to communicate through music and through singing um personally uh (laughs) than speaking and it's funny because sometimes now being all grown up I I write my feelings before I even say it sometimes and I guess it's just something that's that has been innate within me that I could just I just find it easier to communicate through music more than I guess speech I I don't know um that makes total sense. If you have that talent, if you have that skill, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think that's really common for people that, you know, that's what sets artists um, and talented people, I think, apart from the ones that, like, sing for fun. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well. In my head, I'm a singer, but everyone's lucky that they don't have to hear but it. But I can Im- I can bet you, you, you can hear good music and you know when it's good music um, and, and, and it's not good music because, like, whether you're you're you know whether you're like me, which is um, a person who's who has the calling to create the music, versus um, someone who's the listener, I think we're all part of um, the big picture, and we're all part of like the um, the process. Because without without you um, listening to my music and um, others listening to my music and re- and and receiving it and being like real with me about my about what I'm creating it's like how am I gonna how am I gonna be able to create without you and receiving it you know what I mean so that's a that's a good point that you raise um and I always wonder this it actually amazes me to think how people can create um music whether it's by playing an instrument or um by being a singer or by both and and literally having nothing there silent air into making a beautiful piece and I know that it you know sometimes it's a collaborative effort or sometimes it's a process and it starts with like a small melody you catch or whatever um but like how do you do it like how do how do you do it <laughs> the million <laughs> dollar question, question I think how do you yeah. just make music <laughs> out of nothing it's, I nothing. know it's it blows my mind every time I'm in the studio I I actually I'm I bet you I have like so much footage of me going oh my god oh my we actually created this this thing and like after after it all like after it all the the dust has settled and I actually like take in what we just did my my co-writers and I or or just like my producer and I or whatever I I always have that freak out moment too it's like what oh my god we did this we did this (laughs) um you must feel like a high oh my gosh it's so 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 it's like it's out of body it's like it, it it's yeah, honestly, I think music and art, not just music, but art 
it is is um it has to be bigger than us like be, it has to come from something bigger than us it it really has to because um because it's it's just such a powerful thing like uh, you know, and, and, like art pieces, paintings from decades and decades and decades ago, Shakespeare, um, decades and decades and decades, centuries ago, um, can still be relatable to today. And, and that's something that's insanely powerful. So it, it really, I believe it really has to come from something um, innate that is connected to the, the, the universe, that God, higher power, whatever you want to call it um so so yeah back to your question how do I how do we (laughs) how do we create how do we how do we make songs honestly stay connected with like that energy like that that higher thing um high like that connection like really really um or for some people it, it could just be within yourself like stay connected to your your deeper self um and and figure out what it's what it's trying to say. It's like, um, you know, it's 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 definitely trying to say something. It's trying to get out a message. Really pay attention to that that message of what it's trying to say, and and try and be its um its tool. It's it's deliver its um way of being delivered. Like honestly, I don't write my songs. I always say I don't write my music. I just listen to the the. I, I just listen to like God or the higher power and they, and like that thing, like God tells me what to do. And I just, I'm a tool. I'm a vessel for like what the message needs to be. And then, and yeah, I, I just do my thing by like listening and being attentive and open-minded. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I asked you a really difficult question there. I think for, um, you know, musicians, artists alike, it's, probably very difficult to understand like where that inspiration comes from and how to how you then translate it into some beautiful piece of artwork um because I think it is a huge expression it's something that's relatable across humanity across history you know what I mean so I think that asking that question is a little unfair it's probably a very innate for you and and natural. Way to go, yeah. Jess. Kick off yeah. the conversation yeah. with a question she can't even answer. <laughs> no, you know, honestly, while we're on while we're on the topic, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> if you could yeah. just answer that real quick, Taya, that would be great. <laughs> well, we're trying to get things done around. Here. I know. Honestly, okay, you know what? I, I I like the challenge, Jess, that you I, I wanna answer this question. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Let me try again. And, wait, and wait. you know what? Like I said, it's probably like, like when I paint something and God, I'm, I'm, I'm not an artist at all. That's it's what we like all say fun. about ourselves. Yeah. No, but ladies, I'm this is that. another part but. of our show and why we do this is no self deprecating. We, exactly. if you are an artist and okay, you, I promise I'm not, <laughs> you are, anyway. you are an artist. You might not be like where okay. you're, where you are at, where you want to be yet, but you are an artist. Well, I think the difference for me is I do things like that um, because I need to have a creative mm-hmm. outlet. Yes. I need to feel that, but I don't feel probably the way that like real painters or uh, singers feel. Like I don't feel that like you like how you mention it, and I think you did put it quite elegantly before when you said that you're the person who creates music. You feel the need to create the music the same way that people in- feel the need to enjoy music. You feel a different version of that you want to create it 
And I, like, so that's the difference, I think, between somebody who is doing it for fun versus somebody who, like, feels probably. like, you know what I mean? Like, Am I yeah, pro- probably. I definitely think that there's different... Um, intentions uh, with art in, in, in life and like in with people that who uh, dabble with art they they definitely have different goals with it and different um, and different intentions with it for sure so some people want to do it for fun and and expression and then some people want to feel like it's like they're calling and things like that so for sure there's like that there there's that spectrum um, I think of it um, but I guess if I want to break, if I could break it down really quickly, it, it comes down to the fundamentals. So I don't, I can't talk about all of art, but I can talk about music. It, it comes down to the fundamentals, like at least start with chords, you know, start with chords, pick up a guitar, pick, um, stand in front of your piano and like start playing around and start like. I think you have to back it up, like, learn how to play the piano. No, no, I, I... I, Learn how to play the chords. Yeah, (laughs) yes and no. It, 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 yes, you do need, you can't just play anything silly on it, but, but, um, these days, like, for anyone who's listening, um, no excuses, YouTube, like, there's so many apps to, to teach you how to play four chords. Start with even, like, four chords and I wrote a song the other day with to four chords and it was it was a beautiful song and four chords just four simple chords can pull so much a whole song a full verse pre-chorus chorus bridge out of you with like amazing lyrics and amazing melody and and that's just four chords and I I learned it in 10 minutes so it's like there's no excuses, you know. Um, so start there. Start with an, maybe an instrument or like a, a beat, a production. Like get your, you know, producer to send you send you a beat and then... <laughs> Stop, I'm not. <laughs> well, if you what have, have a producer. If you yeah. have a producer. <laughs> even that, there's like, there's like beats on YouTube. Like there's so much out there. Like there's no excuses to not go after what you what you want to do in life. Well, I think there is a big difference there in terms of an artist that is like yourself, a musical artist and then like some like people that do art for a creative outlet like you do, Jess. But there's also like the passion behind it. So you want to share it with the world. That is like you said your calling. That is something that you could also even just call like what you want to do for a living. This is your career. Um, but you have the passion, you have the talent, you have the skill and the drive for it. Um, whereas Jess or like myself, same thing. We do drawings and coloring and whatever kind of art is just like a way to decompress or um, disconnect and just a self-expression versus sharing it with the rest of the world. Um, so I think there's a difference in like also going back to like the spirituality of it. There is that yin and yang, like you are the creator and we are the receivers of it. So it all goes hand in hand. Um, and yeah, if you wanted to be someone that wants to do this for their living or see where that passion can take them, then it's got to start somewhere first with the idea of and dream of wanting it and then pick up an instrument or um, start with some chords and then find the resources that can help you get there. But I think right. for like with you, um, 
when did you decide on that though? When did you decide, I want to share this with the world. I want to be an artist uh, for lack of better word. I want to be famous. Like I want to share that and, and hopefully gain some notoriety with my work. Um, it's funny that you asked me that because I never wanted to be an artist to begin with, to be honest. Huh. Like I, I started out in the, in this industry. I have always been a very, very shy and quirky, very quirky person. And I've always been insecure of my quirkiness, like ever since a, a kid, because I just, um, I just, you, you follow the media and like, um, you look around you and you see like, you know, perfect little models or, or whatever it is. And, and it, um, you just see perfection all around you. And I always, um, felt like my quirkiness or my uniqueness, um, was too much for people or like, or it was just not going to be received well or understood by, by a lot of people. So I actually tend, tended to be more shy, um, in my career. So I didn't, can I just stop you right there? Did it feel like um, you felt that people wouldn't receive the quirkiness or did like, you know, outside factors make you feel that way? Yeah. Did people tell you that? Um, no. The reason I ask that is you hear interviews with like people like Lady Gaga or, or Pink, you know, strong, um, successful women in the industry. And they always say things like they wanted me to change this. They wanted me to change this. I was an, uh, you know, quirky. I was quirky. (laughs) And and now look at them and their quirkiness obviously I think leads to their massive talent and appeal. Yes. So I'm wondering if like you felt like, you know what I mean? Like were they trying to repress you yes. or are you trying to repress you? Um, I think it definitely stems from, it, it always stemmed from um, hearing it first from the, from around me, uh, the media and not like I would, okay, so with the media it's like, I would compare myself to what I'm seeing on the in the media, and with people, the immediate people around me, it would be what they were saying. Yes, I definitely cannot lie, and say I've never heard someone say you're 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 too much of this or you're too much of that or or t- tone this down a little bit. Um, you know, I I I'd be lying if I said I've never heard that before. I've definitely have, and um and I finally just grew out of that, and and I had to. It was an it was an uphill battle with the, uh, all that trust me it's like it, and t- until this day like sometimes I get really insecure and um I go and hide but then yeah I think um it's important to always remember that we are all unique people and that is our power that that uniqueness that sets us apart from everyone everyone else is our power and we should not um hide that so I I finally um, I, I started off as a songwriter because of my, because of all that. And I wanted to just stay in the, in the back, back behind the scenes and be still able to express, um, art and express myself, but al- allow it to go through another channel of, of someone else singing my songs. Right. Um, four years ago or five years ago, I, I was like, you know what? Enough. I want to be my own artist. I'm going to try to do this thing <laughs> by myself. Like, yeah. I'm just going to try and sing my own music. And if people think I'm quirky, then that's, that's what's going to, that, that, then that's that. Like, what do you want from me? This is me. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to do it. <laughs> I think that 
is thank God you chose to do that. But that is really interesting because that goes back to what you were saying too, Jess, about how like Pink and Lady Gaga and and hundreds of other artists, whether it is in whatever kind of entertainment industry or not entertainment, but someone that has that kind of skill and craft, but specifically when you are sort of uh, public facing like a a singer or musician, um, there is that box that, I guess society or maybe the industry or both try and put you in. And I think part of the reason why they were so successful is because they finally realized, like I've been told my whole life that you need to be more this, or you need to be less that. And then they chose to go with their own authentic selves. And we talk about authenticity all the time on this show because it is so important. It really becomes like the root of who we are. And once we accept that and like live that authentic self, you find that people are so much happier. And if that's someone who's come to that realization, they'll talk about that. Um, so I think that's where they, they finally like, screw this, like you said, Taya. And we're like, I'm, I'm just going to do me. Like I'm going to be me and do me and look where it's gotten them and same as yourself. And I think that's awesome. And it's a great message because we're still in a society where people are trying to fit into that little box and trying to be that image that they think they need to be. And the more that we talk about not doing that, I think we're going to help like alleviate that pressure on so many, especially women, especially young women. Yeah, Laura, we talk about that a lot with all of our guests and it's, it's really you know, it's a relatable thing, but it's really fucking sad that all of our female guests, you know, experience that type of, I'll call it repression, you know, it's whether it's external or internal. Um, but from all the walks of life that we have had on our show, and obviously, um, like Lauren with our friends and with us, and like, we've experienced that. And it's so, I wish that like, whenever anyone says, what would you go back and tell your high school self? Mine would be to not give a fuck what anyone thinks. And I wish that everyone just could do that before going through all the, you know, well, the lead up is what makes you stronger, what gets us there. But I wish we didn't even have to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think we just wish there was acceptance of everybody. Mm. Like we were allowed to just be who we were or who we are. And you didn't have to worry about the criticism or the judgment. And then, which ultimately ends up leading to shame, another huge topic on our show all the time. But I think also it's something else that you mentioned that you, um, Taya, that you said that you just like didn't feel that you could be out there. And then you decide like, oh, I want to be, but you still have those moments of doubt and maybe you like self-criticizing. So another thing that we talk about a lot is imposter syndrome. Oh, and yes. is that oh my gosh. what you mean when you say that? Is that what you face? Yes. Like you feel like, yes, okay, yes, how yes, am yes. I sitting here writing songs and being a musician and an artist and a singer and having music videos and having albums? Like, do you just stop and be like, this isn't real, like, I don't deserve this, or I shouldn't have this. Yes. Oh, my gosh, this is so weird, because I literally <laughs> had this conversation yesterday with um, my manager. It's so, it feels like your interview is just, like, super in line with, like, the, the my vibes right now. It's, like, it's because it's we're all the same. Like, when it comes down to it, us ladies, like, we all go through the same stuff to an extent, you we're know We're all what I mean? wired and, the like, same. 
We are. We're on similar wavelengths, I think, for sure. It's so funny because we were talking. I I had a breakdown yesterday. Literally had a bro. I had a breakdown, and I was like, <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm quitting. I'm not doing this anymore. And I I told my boyfriend, and I told my manager, and I was freaking out. And and um and then. I finally, or I think it was two days ago, but then I went to her house yesterday. Don't worry, it was very social distanced um, uh, meeting. I was like in, I was in my car and she was like talking to me um, just in my car. And, um, and yeah, she was like, you know, it sucks because a lot of us ladies, she's a, she's a female too, my manager. um, And uh, a lot of us ladies have this thing called imposter syndrome and it's like men yeah she's like I don't think men have this and um I don't think not not as as much much. I don't think yeah it's like I don't think so either I think we're just deeper a little bit um unfortunately like I don't mean to say like they're simple because no they're they're very complex too and they're very like emotional and stuff yeah but I think that for us it's different we have different I think we have different levels I think we are deeper actually (laughs) I think we can go, that's why we probably have those, like, third, fourth dimension thoughts about the situation, whereas they're, they may be experienced, and I'm, I'm generalizing, they're like, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sweeping generalizations. <laughs> I definitely think imposter syndrome is something I will, like, 100% admit that I've, 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 I face like once in a while and I'm just like oh I did that oh no no I couldn't have done that like I I don't I'm not deserving of this I'm not deserving of that like there's so much um I mean that that's kind of like imposter is that that is that imposter syndrome like yeah I think well it probably means different things yeah Exactly. Like it means different things for everybody probably, but yeah, for the most part you feel that whatever you've achieved, for instance, like some kind of like success in your career and you kind of look back and think like, how could I have gotten here? I don't deserve this. Um, I haven't, I've tricked everybody into believing that I'm this talented and I should have this kind of success. Um, so we, it's just us talking ourselves out of things that we shouldn't be talking ourselves out of. Um, So that's interesting because I would like to know how you get out of thinking that because like one minute, you know, you're going along and then you're like, oh, I don't deserve this and I'm an imposter and I shouldn't be where I'm at. And then obviously you have a way to pull yourself out of it. And so what do you do there? Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's funny because... um... I just, I was just having a company, like I was in, in company the other day of someone who said, um, wow, being in person with you is just, it's, and watching you on your, in your music video on Strive is like so different. I'm like, oh, why? And yeah, and they, they were like, um, well, in person, you're very like, you're very quiet and you're very like sweet and you're very like um, shy and, and, and like, uh, not like, but in the music video, you're very bossy and sassy and you, you look strong and you're, you appear like you got your shit together and you're like, boom, 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 bam, bam, bam. And it's like, and over here, you're just a very like, you know, and, and I'm like, well, it's funny because like, we're human beings. Um, I, 
I mean, I could be sassy, strong, and and sexy one second, and I could be um, very vulnerable and shy and, and timid in the next second. Like, totally. give me a break. Give me a break, yeah. guys. Like, um, you know. But also your, like, what you do in a music video, that's entertainment. You are entertaining people. Like, that's part of being a singer mm-hmm. and a songwriter mm-hmm. and an artist. So, um, I mean, you have that ability to bring out that entertainment to people on top right, of exactly. your talent. Yeah. So you're supposed to be, like, I think, do you identify more with that girl, with that version of yourself in the video, or would you say you identify more of just your, like, as you are right now, like, at home, chilling, you're the writer, like, what someone would call you quiet and and less, like, bossy or sassy, or do you identify with both because it just yeah, depends I definitely, on how you're feeling? I, I identify with both, and, and I love that the person who said it to me, it's, and they, weren't being, they weren't being haters or anything. They were just being real with me, and, and I actually loved the realness because it, it, ha- it, it, like, had a moment of, um, like, I had a moment of, uh, I guess, reflection, self-reflection at that point at that moment to be like, wait a second. Yeah. I, you know, I almost caught imposter syndrome right there. Cause I was like, wait a second, am I impostering <laughs> myself? Like in this, am I an imposter in, in, in a <laughs> strive music video? And I actually had to check myself. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. And, and I'm that real. Was you. That was me. And, and that yeah. was, um, uh, that was, that came from within me. Um, all of those emotions and, and feelings were real. And yes, it, it there is the inter- entertainment aspect. And also, um, I do share my, I do share my vulnerabilities, but maybe not through that, um, not, not through that platform. Like nobody, I mean. Well, the whole thing of sharing music, I can imagine to be the most vulnerable experience right. you're literally putting your inner thoughts like you're putting yourself out there to the 100% max and then like even like kind of what we do Laura it's obviously not on the same scale or the same type of thing but we're putting ourselves out there and being like see us like have us you know what I mean right and and also I think it's the message of the song so now like strive is a very strong 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 um um, message. It's like, isn't that what we all strive for? Isn't that what we all strive for? Um, isn't that, yeah. I know, I love it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's like, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change the um the uh the key right here because I I started too low. But it's like the 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 melody goes. Um, isn't that what we all strive for? Isn't that what we all strive for? Isn't that what we all fight for? Isn't that what we all fight for? Like it's isn't that what we all fight for? Isn't that what we strive for? Isn't that what we die for? Even I say it in the song and it's like, it's strong. That's a strong message. And, Mm -hmm. um, I could be like, I could be really, really, um, feeling weird and insecure that day of the video shoot, but I have to, I have to take responsibility of delivering that strong message that day. And that's the hard part about being the artist because you are, you gotta be um, re- a representation of the art at all times, and if you're not feeling in that, that's why that's why um, you see 
artists being such divas and they're like, I want my walls to be white and I want the air to be a certain temperature because it's like, I, I, I don't, I think that's a little extreme, but I, I get it because it's like it, yeah, all those things. Your head has to be in the game. Mm-hmm, your head has to. So, but for example, my song Chosen, um, uh, it goes, uh, I want to be chosen because every time I chose you, I got my heart broken. And I will leave it up to you. I wanna be chosen. Cause every time I chose you, I got my heart broken. And I will leave it up to you. Right? And then the verse two is There are times when I might doubt myself. Know your worth, mm. command respect. Yeah. The fact that you can just sing like a cappella <laughs> like that is. Yeah, so I'm just like, like I said, I can't speak sometimes, but I can sing (laughs) anytime. Um, It's expression, girl, it's expression. (laughs) Well, so, so, sorry, I I just wanted to finish um, about the the point, um, the vulnerable point. So, chosen is a very frail, fragile, weak, sad, mm, vulnerable song. In that music video coming out soon for you guys, um, I show my vulnerable side. I show my really frail, like sad, like um, sad side. So, so yeah, it's like we don't have imposter syndrome. We are just we just need to accept that we're we're we have lots of layers to ourselves, and of course. that's that's what it is. It's just embrace um, the layers, I guess. Yeah, and it's a new day. Some days you feel different. Absolutely, exactly. Line. It's like that song, I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, yeah. I'm a mother. Yeah, oh, it's like she's everything because it's true. We are. We're, we're women. We are everything. <laughs> I think it's really cool that you um, take on those different, not not only having a, like a diversity in your song, um, you know, your song uh, roster, I guess, like having the, the vulnerable, fragile songs and the strong songs, but like, I like how you take that on as how you are as a person. That's how you're portraying yourself as a woman. Multifaceted. um, You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But with that, like, do you feel a certain expectation to dance or dress or act or or behave, look a certain way? Um, I think I definitely would say that everything you do represents you like you have to take some sort of accountability at some point everyone has to take some sort of sort of accountability to um you know how they portray themselves through different forms so styling uh image acting what you say um you can't just be like you know you can't expect people um of all kinds out here because there's so many people and everyone has so many different perspectives (laughs) perspectives you know so many different perspectives and so you got to help the the the, the you got to help people understand you and then the best way to help people understand you is you were blessed to have these different like um avenues to help people understand you so you we have uh, uh an avenue of styling um so you can you know uh, you can 
you have the advantage to style 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 yourself <laughs> and um and the advantage to speak and and we have that we have speech you know that's a blessing and so it's like careful care careful what you say like be about what you say because stand for what you say because that's going to be a representation of you um careful what you careful what you wear like not saying that you have to cover up I'm saying just be aware of what you wear because that's going to be a representation of you and you got to take totally. the account you know accountability for it um et so cetera, you're et looking at it like a from a responsible kind of way um more so than feeling pressures from you know like managers or anyone like like that not not your manager specifically but you know what I mean like from the pressure from other people to say like oh you should do this you should wear that shorter skirt or whatever right yeah I think that um don't worry about what other people are are saying to you because and they actually no one's gonna believe you if you don't believe yourself first and I know that um I'm sure every yeah I'm sure like every I've heard this before everyone we've all heard this but it's really a strong thing to me because it's like, um, because it's like if you don't know what you're doing, and there, trust me, I'm not, I'm not innocent in this. Like I've been in this industry, and I've also been very confused on who I am, what I stand for as an artist. Like I've been there too, and sometimes till this day, I'm still searching for, you know, my, um, my stance on things. Um, but for the most part, I'm always striving to figure out what I want, and. Trust me, it people will stop telling you what they want when they when they know and when they're certain that you know what you want cuz you you're people don't want to assume, they want an answer. Like we as human beings hate the unknown. We we're we don't enjoy the unknown. We're we're like naturally we want answers. So it's like if you if you are ratchet, if you are a ratchet um brand be a ratchet brand <laughs> if you stick are with it. stick with it and be about it and well, own be it authentic exactly be authentic if you are a classy brand be classy and 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 be about that and like take responsibility to to be classy and if etc cetera, etc cetera. well it's a crazy role that i and i think this is the kind of replicated in womanhood across the board whether or not your performer is works we have to stay on brand yeah, we still have all these layers that we're trying to accommodate. Right, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, oh it, man, I sound such a hypocrite right now. <laughs> well, because that's reality, unfortunately. It is. Like, it is. That's the goddamn truth. We have no it other is. way around it. We have to wear all the hats. We have to, you know, do it all while while we have to have a certain like spot in the world. I guess or a spot in our in life, right? So, it's it's hard. But I also think it has to do with again, the entertainment side of it. So it is okay to play a character or have a certain image at certain times for a certain video or a certain song. Um, So I think it is, again, just finding that balance, but ultimately knowing who you are and like as long as you are good with who you are and however you need to represent yourself out like and what you're putting out there, at the end of the day, you can sleep at night because of feeling comfortable with mm-hmm. the image that you're portraying. But I'm sure you feel like pressure being like a young woman in this kind of industry to also be a role model for other young women. So it is like hard to be like, okay, well, 
or, or maybe it isn't, I don't know. Do you find like, oh, I can't, I shouldn't wear that because maybe it's too sexy or I should wear that because it's too sexy. Like, do you, do you get responses? Like, are you trolled on social media ever? Cause I feel like that's just how things are done now. If someone doesn't mm-hmm. like something, they'll just yeah. attack you on your Instagram. But like, how do you have, how do you deal with those kinds of expectations? And do you have young fans that like really aspire to be like you look like you have the and talent you have to add on to that? I just want to know, like, you know, when I'm looking at your stuff, it's not, like, super sexual, but you know, like, a lot of stars wear, you know, more revealing clothing, it's all beautiful, mm-hmm. but, like, do you think of, like, your parents watching this? I always wonder, yeah, yeah. stars uh, consider this at all? Oh, yeah, of course, of course, I know, I know, right? <laughs> I know, I actually, it's funny, because, like, um, in my first music video, I, um, my, my song, um, Obsession, uh, I had a scene where my top was like down. It was like covering my boobs, but um, the camera angle was just showing my shoulder, so it looked like I was naked in that scene. Oh. And my and I was like showing my parents and stuff, and my dad was like, "Are you naked in there?" <laughs> and he was like, "Are you be honest with me? Are you naked?" And I'm like, "No, I wasn't. <laughs> I actually had a shirt like covering my boobs." Uh, and um, it's funny because like I I I have my 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 parents are super, super supportive. So love them for that. Um, and so they watch all my music videos. They take, they are proud of everything I do in my music. Um, and, um, yeah, they, I definitely, you know, get that also cause they're, um, they're Christian parents and I'm Christian and like, um, I, uh, you know, I do have like, they're strict. Um, cause you know, the Christian religion is like, a little bit like, modest. no sex out of wedlock and stuff? Yeah, like, those things, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, my those parents are... Things. Those Those things. And those my, damn things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my parents, um, they, so they'll, they'll, you know, um, may, like, ask me about these things, but they always respect me and, like, let me do my thing. Um, but I... I think as long as your intention is good and you're being authentic, then just do you. And me personally, yeah. me personally, I I just pref- I prefer to do um to do um I guess like sh- I I prefer to express myself in like a a classier way, I would a say. A cleaner way, maybe. A cleaner way. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely am sexual. I'm definitely in touch with my sexuality. Um, and I, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, um, and I think, yeah, and I think it's a beautiful thing. And I do express, um, myself, uh, sexually too. And, 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 and like, um, embrace that. But I do it, me personally, the way I like to, I like to do it is in like a, a cla- classy way, and that's just my preference. But mm-hmm. I I don't totally. think that it's it. I think that everyone should be allowed to express themselves in different ways. Like if Nicki Nicki Minaj, um, Doja Cat. I was like, just thinking about yeah. Nicki Minaj how she like has some, and I don't think they're raunchy. I love them, but like, and that's you authentic know, you could say raunchy to her. her lyrics. I'm like, does she show her dad? I was like, dad, look at my new song. 
yeah and, she's and like, lick my pussy like stuff like that <laughs> I and, always wonder and the thing my is like die. <laughs> yeah and the thing is like people love her so much and women love her so much because the, she's speaking for yeah. some of these women um and and empowering them and like you know le- she's like stepping sure. up to the to the plate for and sure. being like I'm not scared of sh- uh, you know saying all these things and some of us are thinking it but we're too scared of saying it and it's like this it's like the secret s- secret part of us that are that's like in us and sh- and she her artist artistry is speaking to that little inside person inside us that is too scared to come out and say these things and she's saying it for us and we're like yeah and then we're like loving her for it we're like cheering her on you know so it's like there it it, it, there's I don't discredit any like art art form could be expressed in so many different ways so like good for Nicki Minaj for being her authentic self but for me personally I think I would be an imposter if if I if I was expressing myself that way because like I I just came out all Nicki one day (laughs) Like leather. I just <laughs> don't, don't identify. Yeah, I, don't identify. I, I, with I that. can. Like but I can. I'm sure I'm in, the, in the bedroom yeah. with my with my man. <laughs> yeah, I definitely can. But like There's a I little pers- Nikki and all of us. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And 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 I yeah. So I I love Nikki and I love um, Doja Cat or whoever. Um, and I love all kinds. And then there's Beyonce. Like, there's also the the mm-hmm. whole thing of, like, what you said, Lauren. Um, it, it's it's what you decide to show the world. So we don't have to show the world every single no. bit of ourselves as artists. We, we are, we're choosing what we want to entertain you guys with and what we want to give you guys to serve you guys. We want, we are, we, I'm a server. Like, I am, ser- I serve my audience um and so I I but I choose what to put on the plate it's like it's like sorry I'm not if you want eggs like I'm not we don't serve eggs here but like next door they they have eggs you know what I mean even though I love eggs but like (laughs) totally against eggs no that's a great point though because yeah yeah. we all love eggs um but no it's a great point that you make that you are choosing what we give and I think in that industry especially the entertainment industry that's really interesting that you brought that up because people do feel that like and when I say people I mean like not the entertainers seem to feel that we have a right to every aspect of mm-hmm. an entertainer's life that we know and when them. you don't like yeah we know them yes mm-hmm. and when therefore yeah. we can make judgment on them and what they're doing and it's that's a really really good point to say like hey I don't yeah. have to give you all of me I give you what I choose just like every other normal person like I don't have to show every single side of me to right. everybody I encounter. You may get this yeah, version exactly, of me or that version of me. Exactly. Depends like who you are in my life. You're not the same way you are to um, your coworker, to your boss. Like your boss probably, yeah, exactly. to my husband, to my friend, exactly. to Jess. Which yeah, is what's weird that we know as individuals in society that we would never be like that in the world. So it's really weird that we have this right? like entitlement to believe that we have it for artists. It's I funny, guess. right? It's so true. Yeah, and yeah. also going back though, when you say like, "Oh, would you? Do you feel weird when your parents see you doing certain things in a video or singing certain lyrics? Like, would Nicki Minaj feel weird? Obviously, we don't know, and she probably doesn't. <laughs> but it's the same as us, Jess. Like, we talk really 
explicitly yes. sometimes about like our experiences in our lives and we're kind of like eh hope our parents don't listen to this but more because we're worried about their right See, yes yeah. I know well I have actively told my dad not to I told my dad like you don't want to know I talk a lot about sex but I think we just don't want them to feel uncomfortable right more than and, and also you probably um know that they they don't like eggs and you're, you're serving eggs in your restaurant and you're like, Hey dad, there's a lot of eggs here. So like, I know you don't like eggs and you're allergic to eggs. So don't come around here. Right. Right. The egg analogy lives forever. No, that is how we will explain everything now. Um, well, I think on the sexuality vein, um, there's sort of like a pressing question that Jess and I had about being a young female artist, uh, especially in the industry that you're in and just relationships and, and, um, expectations within like your counterparts, like the people that you may work with. So again, going back to society and media and stuff, you often hear things like, oh, well, she slept with her producer or she slept with the manager to get to the top and or she had to if she wanted success. And, like, we can pull in the Harvey Weinstein scenario um, for, like, examples that it would appear that maybe some of these women that he encountered or coerced or forced into having any kind of, yeah, any kind of relations with him, promising them... And I'm speculating, but I this is basically the gist of what we're hearing, like that promising them fame and success and maybe even fortune, who knows, or threatening to cancel yeah. them. Yeah. And yeah, ending their careers. So did you, have you, or do you feel that kind of pressure? Has that been something that you've encountered? And like, if it is, how'd you deal with it? Like, what would you say to people if, you, oh you yeah, oh, yeah. I've definitely been in this industry for a while and I've dealt with a lot of that stuff um especially earlier on yeah of course earlier on um mm-hmm. and um um it's funny because <laughs> it's so it's so funny because like on one end so I'll be honest like I've I've almost always actually yeah I've always dated my producers straight up (laughs) and I've had like like years of relationships um with I've had like four um now four boyfriends and they've all been like my my producers and um you know years you have a type I do apparently. Sorry, oh I my gosh! You were that you were feeling a lot of um, Harvey Weinstein behavior before when I said hideous, not the fact that you do your oh, coworkers. Oh no, no, I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm <laughs> getting there. So, so Harvey, yeah, that whole Harvey Weinstein. I, I, I've dealt with that. Like I've been in the studio um, at at some point with with a producer who, um, funny enough, like yeah, literally like without going into too many details, like pushed themselves on me, tried to push themselves on me. And it's so funny because, you know, um, you hear, oh, funny in the most unfunny way. Like what I'm about to say is, is it's funny because my boyfriend was there at my boyfriend at the time was there for every single session, um, with this other person, with this other guy. And as long as my boyfriend, um, 
who's also who was also a producer at the time, um, was there, he was behaving himself. But the one oh. session, yeah, and the one session, my boyfriend couldn't make it. That that weirdo, um, like pushed, sick. tried to push himself on me, right? And it's like, like had no control one time. Like you know what I mean? Exactly. And 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 the the reason why I'm saying it's funny because it's like people always say, oh, don't date your producer, or or like not. Or don't date your, but they judge women, and I hate the stigma. And and you girls are all about um, ending stigmas. Well, like I would like to end one right here. Like, um, it's okay. It's okay. I think it's it. okay to date within your you know industry as long as the intention behind it is is pure. So I've always genuinely fallen in love with my producers, and I've dated them for two plus and plus years right. um all my relationships with my producers have been and very mutual very consensual very loving and um and all that um and it's funny because my it served me well in this other situation where I was I could have been you know sexually harassed by this other person this other guy in the session if it wasn't for my producer like my producer boyfriend so in that right. setting it was actually it it was good that I had my boyfriend who was also a producer there well you, you know, know what I, mean? I hate so it's like, um is something okay so you know how when you're out with with at a bar or something and guys come up to you and you our natural instinct is like no no I have a boyfriend mm-hmm. and it's just because if you say no if you're just like no not interested it's either could you're set a them bitch. off, or yeah. you're a bitch, or like why, and they think they can keep trying. Mm-hmm. So you have to like, you have to literally state that you're claimed by men <laughs> in order to get get men away from you wow, or reject a so... come on. And same thing that happened with you. Your boyfriend's not there, like you know, I guess like monitoring or like you know watching over you. Not that that was his intention, but. That's what it is. He's he, there. He wasn't there to protect you. me. Yeah. And this man thinks he has an open door. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. It's like it's so frustrating. Yeah, and it's terrible that it was. A, it's that we use the word protection in that sense. That like that that producer that was coming on to you, like saw that window of opportunity. And I don't know if he like you know kind of tried to bribe you and been like, well, you know, I could ruin you or not help you or whatever if you don't do this. Um, but those scenarios obviously do happen and it's just like this, this moment where, and I don't want to say just men, but we're going to, we're talking about men in this situation, but like these men all of a sudden think they have a right to you and that this is appropriate behavior and you're alone and you, he clearly knew you had a boyfriend cause he's been with you in every other session and then decides like, okay, well here's my opportunity. What he thought you were just gonna be like, you're right. This is definitely what I've wanted this whole time. And thank you for trying to come on to me. Like it's just the yeah. mentality behind it is so outrageous, yeah. and that's right. what really needs yeah. infuriating. Absolutely, and that's what needs to end. That we shouldn't have to feel like we need a man or a partner around us to signify that. <laughs> What you're doing right now is like, wrong. Like, no, I'm resistance not... should be enough. Yeah. No means and no, people. And you have to get to the point where that's, you're, that's like, what's up. physically... Re- oh, anyway. Yeah. And I basically said, screw yeah. the song. We were halfway in between the song. I said, screw the song, screw you, screw everything. Not worth it. Bye-bye. And that's what... And, of course, you have to compromise, like, your song... To protect yourself. Like, this is... Yeah, sick. It, it, exactly. Sorry, I get so heated. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, 
um, you know, I think that is it that I think you I would like to um promote to anyone listening to be be that boss for yourself and be that protector, be your own protector. Like um as much as I loved that I had my boyfriend there um for most of the sessions to protect me, like yes, be your own protector at always and always have your own back and um have that boss mentality and what I mean by that is like um you know uh make sure that you're you're having your own back like make sure you're not make sure you're looking out for yourself if you go to these sessions like make sure you are signing split sheets and contracts and don't be like don't feel like you know oh I shouldn't be bringing this up because I'm gonna cause friction like no 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 um Mm -hmm. like educate yourself it's a good point exactly educate yourself it's more than just like your physical body that you need to protect obviously it's your well for you as an artist your brand your everything everything and even all and of he, your stuff and I was young at the time so I if I was like if I was if I knew what I knew now back then I would have started the session with saying always the story started the session with saying um you know hey I'm I'm cool with you but like let's keep it professional. Like I would have said something like that. And now I do. And, um, I mean, I was also young, so I was finding my way in the industry. So, um, you know, I didn't know all these things, but like, yeah, definitely, definitely lay the, lay the rules down. Um, bring the contracts to the session. Don't be afraid to bring those things. Don't be afraid to be about your business because like, um, it's it, it it's a it's a doggy dog world out there and it like mm-hmm. what i mean by be a boss is like by be your own be your own boss and like have your own back and yeah and just um and yeah. don't be afraid to stand up for yourself exactly. i think really is what it is um that's what you know it's it's i love that you said that and kind of gave that advice for um any other young artists that are looking out there and i also wanted to go back and say that it's very understandable that you fell in love with your producers um, four times. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. When I... you're making art with somebody, like, I always look at um, actors. I'm like, you guys are kissing for months and years. How are you not falling in I love? Know. And then, it, of course, it happens. Especially when they're, like, the I hottest know. people and on And they have on the Earth. best chemistry. <laughs> like, obviously, some people together... Um, you see some actors together and you're like, like Noah and Ali, uh, Noah and Ali, the notebook, they, they fell in love. It's like, duh. It's like, totally. Of course they fell in love. Like we fell in love with you guys. when you're doing that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who didn't fall in love with the notebook? If you, if you didn't. Lauren and I fall in love with our guests every single week. Like, obviously it's a little bit different, but it literally, like we're so fangirly. Like, of course you fall in love with whoever you're working with. Like. Duh, I don't know. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. It's it, it. You're in such an intimate setting. You're sharing all those vulnerabilities. You're um, trusting people with the kind of work that you're doing. And probably when you're writing music and writing these songs, you are giving insight into your life and who you are and that very personal side of you so I mean that is kind of what why people fall in love with other people is because you learn about them and who they really are and that's what you love about them they show their heart and their soul um but also yeah 
Absolutely. Say it's also um, like a journey and it's a tough journey. And so it just feels so, so nice to have like a partner with you that has the same vision and goals with you. And then it you can't help but like, you know, start forming your own little like little team. Like I'm sure you and your husband have like similar goals and similar things that you guys work on together and you get so excited to work on and it it, it actually helps your relationship and and it infuses your relationship with more love. And um, and then, you know, you guys um, have same values and and just same the same goals and then you guys cheer each other on and it it strengthens the relationship so it's like the same thing with producer and songwriter or producer and artist it's like um or any of the combinations like it 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 you guys are firstly working on the same love like you both have the same love of like music it's your same baby exactly a good way to put it. So I it's think. like, like I, I, yeah. I don't mind. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that um definitely end that stigma of like judging women for, you know, falling in love with their producers or whatever. It I think it, it's really important to um go, get further than that and see the intention behind it. If if there yes, there are women with bad intentions and they use um their their they they their sexuality to get like, I don't know, free beats or free music from these producers and and stuff like that. Like that's not good or um or again, men um taking advantage of women and saying sleep with me and I'll make you famous. That's the worst. That's that's yeah. all like all of those well, yeah. intentions are are yeah. bad. Bad bad intentions, but good intentions like yeah, it's, it's important well yeah I think as long as people are consensual and they're on the same page with what's going on and yes obviously bad intentions aside but um it is more about like don't even let it get to that level lay that foundation and like you said it is okay to pull out the contracts and demand that level of respect and understanding that you are here for a specific reason and this is a business and this is your business. Your brand is your business. And um, I think women are afraid and that even rolls into like the workplace. And we've talked about this before too. It's like, we're afraid to ask for more or we're afraid to speak up. And in such a, intimate and like you said doggy dog world setting like um the industry that you're in it's okay to say no or it's okay to say yes and um don't be afraid to call the shots and if you're uncomfortable with something say it and like I think that that's where the stigma is too is like we need to pull away from this idea that like you just need to keep your mouth shut Mm -hmm. shake your head yes like just go with it if it you know what's a big deal if they like put their arm around you what's a big deal if they slap your butt Mm -hmm. it's a big deal yeah like it is a big deal how to let men down like in a witty way so then it deflects it doesn't encourage them to be like come on what's your problem like why are you such a bitch or like I'm just joking, like, who, like, why can't you laugh, or, like, you know, I've literally, and, and I found that you have to do that with wit, and I remember Googling it, like, what do I do, because I don't want to be, like, stop, I'm uncomfortable, and then, like, make a situation worse, potentially, when I'm just trying to fucking express myself, but you also do not want it to, con- yeah, and you also don't want it to continue, so, I like, yeah, I literally, and, you know, this is the thing that, like, and again, I'm generalizing when I say men, but men don't understand that. They don't live with that, like, 
fear. They don't have to Google shit like that. They don't have to check a hundred times over their back when they're walking down the right, street at night. Right, like, you know what exactly. I mean? Whereas we do actually face these things and we do have to navigate all the while worrying about their fucking feelings about how to reject the perverts that are coming on to you sometimes. Like, yeah, so and ridiculous. I, and, and like about that, um, I'm really happy that there's been this, you know, feminist, feminism movement lately that like for the past few years um and the the light that has been shining on like female equality and women equality because it it really has changed the in the music industry too um it you know and I've noticed that a lot of females are starting to work um at top positions in the music industry also a lot of female producers, female engineers, um, female managers, um, my, my manager is a female, which is super dope. And, and I'm loving the female energy that is happening here because, yeah, because like it's, it's, you're not, you don't have to look over your shoulder now, but if I may, you know, throw, be a little devil, like devil's advocate here, like I find myself having to be faced with a new challenge with, with, with having to be working with women now, more women. Um, it's like this uh, competitive cattiness about about it, and that you have to like sometimes. And I don't, and I don't blame us for being this way because we've been pushed down for so long that we have been so used to fighting to get to the top. We've been so we've been so used to and like trained to be. Um, yeah, fighting to the top and, and trying to shine and trying to get our shine and all that stuff. So it's like, it's so innate with us to be like, to be used to this mentality. But it's like, I just want to say, let's stop this, girls. Like, let's let each other shine. Let's always be holding each other up, supporting each other, pushing each other. Because the more you, like, the more you shine light on others, like, it's just gonna, it's just gonna help, sh- like, sh- make your light brighter like I don't think that I don't think that you know letting someone else shine is gonna like dim your light um ever 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 and so yeah I I've I've had to deal so like I was saying it's 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 uh there's there's darkness to like both sides men and females but you gotta just like just be your boss that's why I keep saying like be a be your own boss and like protect yourself at all costs whether you're dealing with women or men with men you have to protect yourself in a weird different way like sexually and and all this stuff with women you have to protect yourself with like with women trying to like put you down or like you know um like out you um and yeah totally sometimes those people do that I think (laughs) yeah sometimes like we have to be real with ourselves we do we we have that but we but we're also like you know um we've been like I said we've been trained to be fighting always and to be pitted against each yeah other. it's like we don't have to do that anymore yeah no well the reality is we aren't in a perfect world so there's always going to be the good and the bad um so it's more about highlighting and promoting the good yeah. and if for every woman that supports another woman and it's like their cheerleader and yes. it's like you got this girl go 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 that woman's going to take that energy exactly. and apply that yes. next. So as long as you are putting out those vibes and you're putting out the positivity and the right kind of energy, 
it, it takes a really shitty person to not receive that and then and turn it into like continue negative or turn it into negative. But if you are constantly like uplifting and supporting, yeah, it's a domino right. it effect and, and other women mm-hmm. will yeah. absorb that. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. It is, um, it's contagious. I think I said infectious. <laughs> Yeah, contagious. contagious. Yeah, right? <laughs> You've got corona on the brain, well, do you? Well, of course I do. But um, it is contagious. And, like, even I feel like we do this every single week with our amazing guests. But every single week I feel a re, like, a re-up, I guess. Yeah, re-energized to um, go out there and empower more people. And, like, literally after I talk to... Um, after we do an episode, after we record, I want to text all my friends and be like, you're bur- gorgeous, perfect, everything. I know. Like, because I yes. do feel so empowered to empower, to, to spread the love and the, and the positivity into the universe and to my girls. And like, so I think what you're doing right now is starting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love We're that. Doing our best. I love that. That's exactly yeah. the example of what I'm saying. Like what I was just saying. It's like we have to be yeah. doing that to each other because we've been down for so long. It's like we 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 shouldn't be down anymore. We should just be like taking the like lifting each other up and like we don't have to be down anymore. We've been down no. for so many years. It's like enough. Like women, let's rise together. Let's be We rule the world. Yeah always the movement is happening on that same vein though um an artist that you have worked with who has also faced it faced challenges and adversity um is Kesha and just interested to know how like you got connected with her and what that was like and um did you share in the same kind of like experiences and just how do you, how do artists like end up collaborating with each other? Like, how does that work? Like you just call someone up or, you know, the manager, or I feel like there's like this like secret club that people are either in or they're not. You know, it's, it's funny because I didn't, I was just being myself and just doing my regular hustle, doing my regular grind and, There's no secret, there's no club, there's like literally just you have to be super, super resilient in this industry. Um, You know, like I can, I would be rich if I got paid a dollar every time I said I want to give up. (laughs) I would be rich from that, Um, you know, and it's like I just had to tell myself keep going. I had to go back to the drawing board and and figure out my my why I'm really here and why I'm doing this in the first place what my purpose is and just get that to keep me going and keep me um being resilient and keep hustling and and um and networking um that's super important and also just reinventing yourself and just um like I moved countries I moved from from Toronto uh, from Mississauga to LA and I was I was what how old was I I was like 17 um did you move on your own like you just packed up I had yeah no I had family friends there that were my parents friends so I I was I had them there and um my boyfriend uh who I had was dating already for three years long distance um lived there so I I I had that opportunity um to live with him and his family and he was my producer (laughs) at the time um yeah, so um you know, as I mentioned, I've dated my producer, so that was 
a, a past relationship. But um, yeah, my point is, uh, it you have to, you know, yeah, I I had that advantage um, having to know someone in LA. But it's like use your resources. Everyone has resources. It's just like if you if you if you say I don't have resources, it's because you're not you're not looking for it. You're not like thinking outside the box. You're not um, you're not striving for it. Like it's just really it's it's really all about um, staying hungry, being open minded, networking your ass off in this industry, um, doing like putting, putting faith over fear at all times, all times, at all times, because there's so much fear. There's so much to be fearful about. But, um, if you keep your purpose centered and just go and do everything for the sake of your purpose, you, you won't go wrong. And, and, um, and yeah, so Kesha, I was in LA. I was, literally cold calling on behalf of the production company my um um my producer at the time his production company and I was the songwriter for the production company and I was waking up every morning cold calling um labels and um I remember we had this book called uh who's who list or some 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 book that had every like all the contacts contact labels and managers, artist managers, phone numbers and stuff in there. And I would wake up and start just cold calling and be like, hi. We, and I had a, a, I actually had a different persona. I was the, like, I created a girl named Marissa Gold. <laughs> and I would be, oh Marissa, yeah, I would be Marissa Gold, the receptionist, the, the studio receptionist in the morning and then be the songwriter in the evening. And yeah, like you have to hustle. You have to think outside the box. You got to like just so and then I just happened to call. I had so many people hang up the, the phone on me and be like, "Who are you, girl? Like little girl, stop calling me." And but then Kesha, I I called her and and I got her on the on the phone and she was so 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 open-minded, so sweet, so cool. And she was like, "Yeah, of course. I'll come Tuesday to the studio. Let's write." And then yeah, and then we just, yes, I know, I'm telling you, like, and, and Guru, the way I met Guru, um, I was, I was actually, and sorry, who's Guru? Oh, Young Guru is, um, Jay-Z's engineer. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, major. So that was in Toronto. Where exactly um, in Toronto? <laughs> and. Where should we go? And it was actually, it was, in, actually it was in Mississauga <laughs> at the Metalworks, um, studios. Metalwork Studios, and um, I was going to meet my homie Rich Kid at his recording session, and he was like, "Come through, just you know." And I, I wanted to support him, so I, I, I was actually working at Metalworks um, Institute, the school. So it was just the matter of me like walking around the building into the studio area and just saying, "I had, I had finished my shift." Um, and then I closed up the, the school part and I walked around the back and I went into the studio part. I jumped and I walked in, um, to rich kids session. I was like, Hey, um, you know, just coming to show support. And this is also another thing, like being really, really humble in this industry and being kind and being loving and, and, and just being a good person. It really, really goes a long way. Cause, um, I walked in and there were like, all these like hip hop dudes in there. Um, and I was just this little girl and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> but I was just so, 
I was like, no, I have a right to be here because my friend, my friend um, invited me. I don't have to be intimidated. I'm also a songwriter. So this is my home and I don't have to be intimidated, intimidated by any of these, these men um, right here. You know, yeah. so what I did was I talked. <laughs> Super my, awkward. Yeah. So I talked myself out of being scared because with, when we're scared, we, we, we do weird things and we like, you know, we, we actually, totally. Yeah. We get, we actually don't represent ourselves the in the, in, in the way we want to represent ourselves truly. And so like I put the fear away and I was like, and then I ended up showing my true self and like just being really kind to everyone there and being like super, I shook all of their hands. I was, um, cool. And I didn't know who young guru was he was sitting in the engineer seat and I, I had no idea who this guy was but I I treated him with respect I was so kind um to him and hum and like and he was humble and and be, because I was I gave good him good energy he gave me good energy back and then next day literally um next day he he reached out to me and he was like Hey, I'm in the city. I'm in your city for a little while. Um, you know, I'm like I I I I love what you're doing as an artist. Like he found my music. He found my what I was doing, um, and and he was just trying to connect with like he was trying to connect. And so like and I and then I Googled who is this guy because he had a little blue check mark verified check mark on he's his Instagram. Somebody all right. Like, oh, he's verified. Like you know, I'm like oh he's, he's okay. I look and I'm like. Oh, what? Young, I know. I'm like, what is he doing? I'm little old me. Like, why does he care about me? But it, it's that. It's like, it's, you might not be rewarded by your hard work in the, in the, in like, in the, ex, in the exact path that you're grinding on, but like the universe will reward you in maybe another way. As long as you're always, always showing the universe that you're, that you want it. And you're and you're and you're going for it, and you you strive for it, and you put in the uh, hard work and blood, sweat, and tears for it. Then the 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 universe will throw you something like once in a while they'll throw you throw you a bone, you know, like. So that's awesome. So you connected with Kesha, and you guys collaborated on songs for you or for her or other artists. Uh, for for her. her, yeah, for her, for her. She she uh, wanted to write a song about. La Discotheque. Um, it was a, a very fun, yeah, fun pop song called La Discotheque. Um, and is that in French? Yes, La Discotheque. But like the yeah. song was so, in French or just the title? No, just yeah, the okay. title. The, just the title. And you've done a Spanish song, um, but are you Latina? What's your background? No, I'm not Latina. Um, I love the Latin culture the latin food like of all so all the countries love the music so i really really love um i love exploring new languages and um cultures and so i decided to do a, a spanish remix of my song get going in spanish called adelante and it was really fun i got my spanish girlfriend um she came to the studio and she um, she's actually Ecuadorian, um, and she helped me translate the whole song and coached me with um, saying, like singing it. So um, I hope I, right. I am doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm hope I hope I'm doing a, the Spanish language 
justice. But honestly, I think the main thing with the Spanish language when you do um, a song from from your like not your your first language is to remember the words. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember? Um, Big fail, but Justin Bieber, he did his uh, Despacito yes. verse oh in my Spanish, gosh. and, and then when he got on stage, he yeah, forgot, what? he didn't even know. I can't, I can't imagine, because he did such a good job in the recording. He did. Such a good job, and I'm like, when you, I know for me personally, when you're, when you're recording... Th- um, something that much, it just, it's just, it's going to get stuck. You can't stuck. lose it. You can't lose it. And <laughs> well, I'm, he did, and I thought I it was know. so weird. Like, do not record if you do not know what you're saying. I guess it just shows that even, like, the pros can screw up and the pros fail, or not, and not that he failed. I guess but so, yeah. we all have our moments of weakness. Well, he's yeah, hardly a failure. Hardly. <laughs> and props to our good Canadian yeah. boy. Got to shout that out for sure. Um, cause obviously, well, I remember my lyrics. Well, good. Yes. I can yeah, good. literally sing it right now. <laughs> good start. Los días, camino adelante. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, uh, for the Spanish, uh, listeners, here's a little snippet for you guys. Can I sing it for them? Acapella Please. style? Okay. Yeah. It goes, uh, Todos los días camino adelante, a donde va esta cantante, pierdo razón si no vivo el momento, perdido yo en este cuento, sigo cantando sin rumbo y ambiente, sin rumbo y ambiente, el reloj sigue tocando y tengo que ir dominando, dominando. Ahora lo sigue tocando y tengo que ir dominando, dom, dominando. Yeah! <laughs> We've never had anybody Thanks. sing on the show, so this is oh, no. definitely Cute. a first and an awesome first for us. Fitting that we have a, a singer yeah, sing Yeah, but I us. mean, the fact that you actually are talented, and I mean that in like the most respectful way, like you can truly sing, like not, not all singers and I use air quotes or artists whatever we want to call them performers, performers entertainers can actually like sing with that kind of a skill level like you're acapella you have no music playing you have nothing you just start singing and your voice is beautiful and it's not pitchy and so I think that is a huge testament to your ability like when people talk about talent to me that is true talent like and Um, You know, I, there's many, many pop stars and singers and hip hoppers and all that stuff, like people out there that I love, I love to be entertained by, but when you hear them live, it's so disappointing when (laughs) they aren't good and you have to wonder that's when you you would be like you should have imposter syndrome because you are one (laughs) but you're not that talented but you know what there's something to be said for them having the ability to still be an entertainer so like I'm not knocking anybody but it is just I'm sure they have absolutely but it is just so refreshing when someone is talented though like it's just so amazing like it really is awe like inspiring you're just absolutely oh I'm so thank you I'm so humbled <laughs> by that by your like love for my yeah art. of course of course <laughs> as always Yay. Uh, but you know it's, it's yeah interesting so, to talk um, about like the other language and that's awesome that you have an interest in doing that and wanting to explore that. And you had said not just the Spanish language, um, but do you feel speaking of that 
stuff do you feel that there is like enough diversity in the music industry like on the scene like and and sorry you didn't act quite get to what your background is because we assume yes you're my Latina. background so <laughs> yes yeah I I'm actually going so it's um a mix of Portuguese and Indian um it's uh a, mm. yeah it's um a state in India I believe it's a state <laughs> um but it was colonized by Portugal and so the the whole like heritage of Goa is the mix of Portuguese and Indian a strong strong mix of Portuguese so I guess maybe my love for the Latin culture maybe comes from the Portuguese side of things of of or whatnot um but I am really in love with the Spanish. I'm learning it on the Duo app. I don't know if you've heard of Duo. It's yeah, like the I language Duo app. Too. Yeah, I'm Duolingo lear- for my French. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning so much Spanish and I swear that app is going to help me be fluent. It's such a good app. It is a good app. I love that it's free and I love that it has the opportunity for you to talk to it mm-hmm. um, instead of just like typing. Yes, uh, I love it so much. So I'm, yeah, yeah I... I um I hope to do more Spanish songs. <laughs> Keep up the good work, girl. You're doing yeah. really well. Thank you. It's awesome. You. So yeah, do you feel though there is like good enough diversity in the industry? Like, do you feel that your background, your culture is represented? Like, I just wonder if you know there is that expectation, like we talked about at the beginning, to be sort of and I hate to say it, white, um, but. Or, or depending on what part of the industry you're in, like if you're in hip hop, is there like you need to have that like, quote unquote, black sort of style and imagery? Like, yeah. how do you feel that affects you as an artist, or does it affect you as an artist? Yeah, I, I think for the most part, there's an ebb and flow in the industry. So it's like, first we get a. F- like a flow of like Britney Spears vibes and like um Celine Dion like like there's that flow of um white female strong pop stars but then it it switches over um and it's and it'll go it'll go to like the the colored um black female strong female R&B vocal vocalist and then it'll go to the um the hip hop um, male trap artists, like every, it, it, I feel like everyone gets their shine, um, and it comes around, and it comes around, and it goes, and it comes around, and it goes. So, like, I think it's very important to pay attention to the the flow and the ebb and flow of the industry, and and see what's what's hot right now, and what's what's on and popping right now, and 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 don't miss your opportunities. Like, um, right now, I think the. I think right now I think it's actually pretty diverse, but a, a lot of the R&B, female R&B um, artists are getting attention, like like the Georgia Smith and um, Kalani and Doja Cat, um, Jesse Reyes. Um, there's a lot of this female R&B energy right now, and I like that because I'm – yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my, get in there too, you know, and get, get that, um, just be in that, in that energy too. So, so, and I'm sure like after a while, it'll, it depends on um who's putting out albums too. Like right now, Kelani just put out her album, and obviously now that's gonna create more people to 
be listening to female R&B singers. But then, it, I don't know, if Travis Scott um, or, like, Eminem puts out an, an, another al- album. I doubt he's putting an album out. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, or whoever, I don't know, like, uh, Tyga, I don't yeah. know. Um, I'm not very into the hip-hop scene as much, but, like, whoever um, puts out, a, a rap artist puts out their their album, I feel like then everyone's going to get excited about the rap scene, and it's it's like that. I think I think it's important. And as far as culture goes, like, um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a brown skin artist. I find, I don't find that, I find that beautiful. Like, I don't find that ever a negative thing. I never get like negative vibes about it. I, I feel like I'm actually more like, like loved for my skin color, um, and admired for my skin color. I, 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 which I'm happy about. That's such a positive thing that, you know, that's one last thing to be insecure about. Well, that's awesome that you're <laughs> but, saying that because I think that probably makes what you're doing a lot easier. And I'm sure some people haven't had the same kind of mm-hmm. positive experience, but I'm actually really glad to hear that because I did half expect you to say there is challenges because of just your skin color, unfortunately. Um, but if that, if those are not what you're, if that's not what you're experiencing, then that is great. And that might mean that shift is really, really happening. And everybody I, I think is so. welcome I, in the scene. Mm-hmm. I really think that that's happening right now. I, and I, and I hope I'm, I'm right. And I hope I'm not just living in a little bubble of mine, but I, I think, I think it's going well. Like, I think everyone's being really, really sweet and open and, um, open-minded about the, about cultures. Like, I really think so. Well, nonetheless, it's still something to be celebrated that you're having a positive experience. Right. I mean, we try to, it would be nice if we could change the world with a snap of a finger, but one person's experience at a time was still something to be celebrated. Yeah. So Yes, you're right. That's amazing. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. Totally agree. I think I think so. So um Yeah. I have to ask, being Canadian, do you know Drake? Have you worked with Drake? <laughs> <laughs> or the or weekend. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because I just commented on uh Metalworks's uh feed. They just posted congratulations to Noel Cadaster. Um uh, he is he is a Metalworks graduate, and so am I, actually. We're both alumni, Metalworks um, Institute alumni, and he took off with Drake, and he's now on Drake's recent album, or I think, yeah. His, yeah, his, he just dropped yeah, an album. His, yeah, he's all, all over that album, Noel. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know Drake, but I know the people that he knows <laughs> everyone I, I swear everyone knows someone who knows drake it's the weirdest thing but hey i really do i i know i know noel and he um i don't you know talk to him anymore um because he's busy but if i see him in the streets we're, we'll definitely you know say what up to You're each cool. other and um we're cool and i love what he's doing i'm so happy and proud of what he's doing and um and yeah, that's about it. I think that's the only person I know. And Jesse Reyes actually, um, I know she she's cool with Drake and stuff, and he really respects her, um, and she respects him too. Um, 
And Jesse and I, we grew up in the industry together. So I would see her at all the social networking events. And we actually were, we performed on the same bill together um, for CMW. So back in the day. So yeah, a couple years ago. So would you collaborate with Jesse ever? Or do you think you would? So with Jesse? Jesse Reyes. Yeah. Um, yes, I would love to collaborate with Jesse Reyes. Actually, I would love to collaborate with her on a Spanish song because cause she's, you know, Latina. And I would love that. That would be super cool. Yeah. So you'll just have to manifest that. That would be amazing. We look yeah, forward to we'll that. Be, we'll be keeping yeah. an eye out for that. And you'll have to let us know because once you come on our show, you become a friend of ours. And um, we feel... Yeah. We're not just see you in the yeah. streets cool. <laughs> We're, We're like now. buddies now. And um, <laughs> to, ca- to contradict what I said earlier, when you know somebody in the limelight, we feel that we do have the right to you. So, <laughs> so now, now you have to talk to <laughs> yeah. us and you have to answer our DMs and all that stuff. Like you seem to have like such a good idea of where you want to go and what you're doing and I think it needs to be mentioned because we didn't actually touch on it but you and I did before that you're independent like you do everything on your own you're not signed um you don't like a label doesn't own you uh so that is very admirable and probably very difficult so for you to be able to persevere through everything and continue on doing what you're doing is something that needs to be recognized in my opinion Thank you. Thank you so much. That means so much. Way to go, girl. Oh, that uh, yeah, I honestly I love I love um I love being the leader of my career. It's just it's so much more rewarding when um when you put in all this work and you have your vision um and you take the reins and um there's so many challenges that go with it, but the reward is just so much so worth it makes it so worth it so I would definitely encourage artists young artists out there that are that are working on their grind um their music grind to just always be um be the leader of your career and always um you know spearhead your your projects always always like I've I've had to I I was the leader of this incredible, crazy project of Strive Music Video. And of course, um, I had the producer and the director and everyone, the choreographer, creative directors, all um, helping me out. But um, I was the boss. It was your vision. I was the leader. And it was my vision. And the thing is, like, I never, ever, ever, that's the thing. It's like, the good te- like I I've I've read so much about um, the CEO good CEOs and good me- like CEO mentality and like good leader leadership and and it always says like the boss never acts like the boss like you a good boss you, you almost forget that they're the boss because like there's no ego and that's really important so I I try to my best to always leave my ego at the door and um, just bring super supportive energy and loving energy to my team and I get I get it back because I put it out there I get that back from from them so yeah so definitely um definitely spearhead your shit because (laughs) otherwise if it if it's if it if it goes wrong 
it, you're the only one to blame. You have to take accountability for your dream, for your goals, for your vision. You can't put that on someone else. Everyone else, your team is there to help you achieve it, but you're in charge and for good reason too. That's awesome. And so yeah. I was going to ask um, before we like close out, what would your like top piece of advice be to an aspiring artist, like an, another young female that is kind of starting where you started and is hoping to get where you're at? What would you say to them? Um, I would, I would love them to embrace their, their uniqueness. Um, just like I was saying earlier on in this, in this interview, um, I was very scared about my quirkiness when I was young, but only to find out when I grew up that it was my strength and it was, it was my, um, it was the, you know, it was the cool part about me and it sets, yeah, and it sets me apart and it's like, um, whatever you think that is weird about you or is, is, um, you're insecure about, like, let that part shine even more and let it, let people have even more of that because, um, right now you may, you may be all in your head about it or, or you, you might be getting backlash for it, but they just don't understand your full picture. They don't, they might just not understand your full vision. So just stick with, um, what you believe in. Find who you are deep down and just don't unapologetically be that little little girl inside you or boy, if there's boys listening. But yeah, (laughs) Um, um, and and then on top of that, um, once you do, you know, um, do that, then when you're when you're ready to launch a career when you're ready to take on your career and like start working on your album or start working on your projects, um, really, really, I, I've said that I've said this, I've tried to drive this message. The whole interview is being your own boss. And I'm going to say it again, cause I really strongly believe in that. Um, so take accountability of your vision and your goals and really, really, um, don't leave it, don't leave it in the hands of someone else because no one else knows what you really want out of this dream. So, so, and it, it, it's going to be hard work to take accountability, um, for your vision, but it's worth it because your vision and your dream deserves your, your essence all over it. Like it deserves you to be, the, you know, and, um, and just be kind be humble and be hungry. Don't lose that hunger. Don't lose your purpose and be resilient. Oh my gosh, please, please, whoever's listening, mm-hmm. who's who's starting in this music industry, let me tell you, I the amount of times I wanted to give up, like yesterday I wanted to give up <laughs> for crying out loud. <laughs> yesterday I was like, I had a breakdown and I was like, I told my – my manager and my producer, I was like, I can't do this. I'm not, this is not fit for me. I can't do this anymore. It's too much. It's too much work. It's, it's there. And there's, and there's like no, at the beginning, there's no money. You're doing a lot of this stuff for free. It's, it's going to seem pointless to you. You're going to be like, what is going on? I'm, I'm doing all this stuff for free, but like, that's, that's why you have to really remember your your purpose and 
when you figure you know, when you go back to the drawing bo drawing board you'll remember you're doing this free, for free because it's not for the money it's for your purpose and that's important um yeah and get a job and fund your music career by yourself yeah like that's straight up so like f i mean a, la a label sorry <laughs> i could talk forever i uh, i was going to say the goal is to definitely get label support but until then like just be your own boss. Like, find the funding. Find the funding yourself. Um, also, there's grants. I got I got a grant. Um, thank 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 God for Factor. Um, shout out Factor. But yeah, I got a I got a grant, and there's so many grant music grants for artists out here. So yeah, there's so much out here in Canada. Let's like use it. Awesome. Well, that's it. <laughs> I think that is a ton of great advice, um, probably more than people would have bargained totally. for. And that's, thank you so much for sharing that. This has been such an mm -hmm. awesome experience chatting with you and like getting some of the dirt and some of your experiences, the good and the bad. And you have such a good energy and like clearly you want this and you're going to go for it, but you're also just so incredibly talented. There's no question there. So mm -hmm. honestly, thank you so much for, for sharing all of this with yeah. us. And I think our listeners will really enjoy it too. Oh, I hope so. Thank you. Thank you girls. So, 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 so much for having me. Um, I absolutely loved this conversation. It was like having a, a girl talk. Yay! It was literally like girl talk. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And, and, um, it was all about the things that I love to talk about and, and I'm so passionate about. So thank you for having me and, um, to anyone listening, thank you for listening. Love you guys so much. Um, yeah. So tell our listeners where they can find you and, uh, what your latest, um, album is. So I am Taya Marquise across all, all platforms, um, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok now, <laughs> this new thing, TikTok. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, and um, I just recently put out my music video Strive, so go check that out. Um, and my, uh, my music video for Chosen is coming out soon. And actually, just if you if you get a chance, check out the whole EP. Um, I'm perfect. It's called I'm perfect, but it's spelled imperfect. Um, yeah, check it out. It's Let awesome. Me know what you what you think? Yeah, definitely hit me Amazing. up on Instagram. Slide in the DMs. I'm very friendly, so come come through and um, don't be shy. Awesome. I'd love to get to know you guys. Yeah, so hopefully if people do have more questions about how to get started Amazing. or just like industry questions in general, they can reach out to you. And as always, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. You can follow us at Herspective underscore podcast. Thank you again, Taya. This has been amazing, and we will definitely be talking soon. Thank you Thanks, so baby. much. Mwah. Thank you, girls. Bye. Bye. Mwah.